Greetings and welcome to Education in Focus, powered by Chalkboard News. I'm Dan McCaleb, Chief Content Officer at the Franklin News Foundation, publisher of ChalkboardNews.com. Chalkboard is a news website dedicated to issues related to K-12 through education. And joining me again today is Brendan Clary, Chalkboard's K-12 through editor. How are you, Brendan? I'm doing well, Dan. How about you? I am doing well, thank you. We are recording this on Monday, February 12th. Brendan, cultural issues and controversies have exploded in schools across the country in recent years that impact parents' rights and individual rights. You wrote about a couple of these issues in recent days at ChalkboardNews.com, both of them out of Massachusetts. In Boston, the school district there is telling teachers and other staff not to inform parents if a student identifies as transgender or as gender nonconforming unless legally required. In another Massachusetts school district in Middleborough, a middle school student is involved in a legal dispute with the school after administrators told him he could not wear a T-shirt with the message, quote, there are only two genders. Tell us about these two stories, uh, Brennan, and the controversies they're starting. Yeah, Dan. So this is this is something that we saw uh, quite a bit of last year uh, in, in terms of, you know, the there's some legislation enacted, especially by Republicans, about parental rights. And so there's like, you know, parental bill of rights. They have a right to know and they have the right to monitor you know, students' curriculum and be able to go and visit the school. And also, you know, if anything happens with students' gender, if they if they start to ask for a different gender, you know, there's parental rights advocates or, you know, conservative parents who are saying, hey, I have a right to know if my student, if my child uh, is trying to use a different pronoun at school, a different name at school. Like, I have the right to be notified if, if that's what's going on, because this is a serious thing. And I want to be on board. I want to be on the same page as with that. So that's kind of the, the backstory is that this has been going on for a while here. And, you know, transgender student advocates are saying, hey, this is important to give transgender students the flexibility to tell their parents when they want to and to have a safe space at school. Uh, so there's there was some reports last year of parents kind of finding out at the 11th hour that a school had been hiding their students transition from them and sort of, you know, having to reckon with that. And, you know, there's been in California, there's been some uh, litigation and some uh, around some school boards policies to I mean, on, on kind of on both sides, there was a couple of school districts that decided, hey, we're going to have a parental notification policy. If a student has a gender change, then we're going to let parents know. And so then the state stepped in and said that is uh, go- that goes against state policy and we're going to sue you. So that was the attorney general there. And so I believe that's ongoing. In another case, uh, they had the opposite policy. The school board said teachers are required to lie to parents. Uh, essentially, and 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 not tell them what's going on, even if they were to ask about it potentially. And so, two teachers actually filed a lawsuit citing the First Amendment, saying that this violates my my right to free speech. So this has been going back a while, Dan. So and, and they're kind of related over you know just the the issue of gender, but like and, and sort of the First Amendment as well. So like at what point do parents have a right to know? That's sort of the parental rights issue. And then on the other side, and with the T-shirt is you know when is a message offensive? So that was a very interesting thing. And I like in the piece. I explained like what I heard during oral arguments before uh, in a court of appeals, which is just very interesting. I mean, I would not want to be an attorney having to, to do that. Just kind of a stressful situation in general for, for both uh, attorneys there. But essentially, it, it kind of gets to the heart of, you know, when is a shirt uh, that a student wears offensive? When does it cross the line? And then also balancing the rights of students. And, and so the, the school district basically in that case uh, in Middleborough, Massachusetts, you know, the the school is saying that it has a duty to protect 
transgender students and to promote inclusivity. And so that this sort of message on a t-shirt that there are only two genders is vile and harmful to those students' health and that they shouldn't have to look at that at all during a classroom or during the school day. So that's, you know, a part of what that hinders on. There's like a lot of different other questions that that brings up in terms of how does a court decide, you know, whether a shirt like that crosses the line and it's sort of an arbitrary thing. And and that was something that the judge talked about openly is that, you know, it's kind of hard to figure out at what point should the courts kind of step in or like, should they let administrators just make the rules on a, you know, the case by case basis. So it's a lot kind of going on in the background with both of these and they're sort of related and to make it more complicated, you know, uh, last week, the Kansas attorney general, he actually published a release that there was uh, six school districts that he said he sent letters out to about this parental notification policy. So this is something that's been going on, you know, a lot kind of behind the scenes. And, and there's a lot of concern, you know, from Republican attorney generals or from different advocates on both sides about these kinds of uh, notification policies. Let's talk about the parental notice part of the Boston school store a little bit here, uh, Brendan, because it's not just the parents of a child who tells a teacher or a school administrator or a counselor that they're transgender. It's a much broader than that. As you reported, and I'm, I'm quoting from your story here, Brendan, at shockboardnews.com, Palsy also says that gender nonconforming or transgender students should be given access to bathrooms or locker room facilities that feel most comfortable to them. Single-user facilities are not to be the only option provided to trans- transgender or gender nonconforming students, according to to the policy itself. So talk about a locker room, say a middle school locker room. Students are going to, whether it's for gym class or for basketball or volleyball, essentially the student should be given access to the girl's locker room if they're a boy but identify as a girl. And that can create issues for the girls in there and the parents of the the other girls in there, correct? Yeah, it's been reported that, you know, parents have found out that their uh, students were on a trip and uh, there was some transgender students on the trip and, and that and that caused some concern for parents. And so, you know, that that is something that is, you know, part of this, right, is balancing the rights of transgender students, the feelings of transgender students, and then also students, you know, who are, are not transgender and maybe have different feelings or, you know, even opposed feelings that, you know, these are in conflict, right? And that kind of comes back to some of the the, the debates about the Title IX rule that applies specifically to sports, right? That's a big issue in terms of if you have biological males who who identify as females, uh, and you know they they have maybe a competitive advantage over biological females, you know, in a competitive sport, right? So that that's one of the questions that that raises, right? And that that's you know in the Biden administration is trying to get that through, and uh, so that's that's something that I've written about, and we'll keep writing about. I don't know how you come to a decision on this that's going to satisfy. Everybody, Brendan, I mean, different states, different local school districts, et cetera, they have their own policies and their own that that aren't all in agreement with each other, of course. Um, You have parents and parents groups who are fighting for what they believe in. This is a complex issue, and it's not going away anytime soon. We could probably talk about this, Brendan, for hours, but we are out of time. Listeners can keep up with all of these stories at chalkboardnews.com. For Brendan Clary, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe. Thank you for listening. Learn from creative experts. At Skillshare, classes are taught by industry leaders excited to share their tools, techniques, and professional journeys with you. Follow the link in our show description to join Skillshare today and get one month free.